0: Welcome to episode nine of Boar Meets World, titled "Class Pre-Union." We are your hosts. I'm Kyle. Sitting across the table from me is Steve. Hey guys, how you doing? Yeah. What you watching back there? I'm uh, just looking at nature. Nature? Yeah. Sun come out finally? No. Oh. Still, still a very dark day. <laughs> so we open this episode with uh, Corey playing with a, a camera. I, I was gonna say phone for some reason. <laughs> like playing with a recording phone. <laughs> Uh, on a
1: recording camera i don't think they had those quite yet he's totally 93.
0: totally phased out just then
1: yeah uh yeah Corey's playing with a video camera he's making a documentary uh, yeah a little documentary uh, about the plight of the middle child i guess <laughs> this is the first and pretty sure last time we see something like this from Corey. so like you just asked me before we hit record i'm not sure what the point or yeah why it, it was a thing necessarily it's the bookends of this episode mm-hmm. we never see Corey like having some interest in
0: oh yeah does he pick up a camera in college or, yeah but, no that's <laughs> eh, what it is i guess so after that we get our wonderful opening that you know
1: that we love sure immensely i mean you want to talk more about this middle child conundrum i guess we can okay Sure. Because we see Morgan, she's yeah. about to leave with the parents. She's got a new dress yeah. and fancy necklace, and she's always going to parties. And, uh, you know, she's, she's the baby of the family. But. So the middle child sees that as, uh, yeah, he's a little neglected, I guess yeah. you might say. But uh,
0: Corey wanted to go do something with Sean, mm-hmm. and he's not allowed because
1: he was calling people in. I could not say the name of that place again. Saskatchewan or <laughs> something like that.
0: Sketch one? Up in uh, Canada. Yeah, just
1: to, just to hear people talk Canadian, <laughs> says, <laughs> says Alan. <laughs> what? Yeah, eh? Uh, um, yeah, that was pretty funny. Alan's the best. I love pretty, Alan. Yeah, pretty good. Top character for me. Is he? Yeah, overall. Oh man, yeah. I got. I
0: don't see it this season, but my favorite character is Eric. Mm. But it's he, definitely
1: he, not in season one. He, he's still the. The bland, yeah, one older dim- brother. Yeah, one-dimensional cars and chicks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, he's, still, he's got a line or two every so often. Yeah, but... Kind of pops me, but... Eh.
0: It, it's not, you know, what he's known for.
1: Not crazy Eric quite yet. Mm-mm. I mean, really, he hasn't really had a storyline, per se, no. yet either. So, it's really all about Corey, which it is overall, but... Later, it opens up with more side stories, I think. Anyways, of course, we get to our wonderful intro that we all know and love. <laughs> um, then we go to class, and who are the characters Corey and Minkus are playing? Uh, Corey is playing George Washington, and Minkus is playing
0: King George, and they're going over no taxation without representation, mm-hmm. yeah. which you learned about in history when you were younger. Sure. I hope they're still teaching that. Tell us
1: about it. Um, teach us
0: if i'm understanding it correctly low-key
1: teach me because i don't know
0: it's uh (laughs) you can't tax them without showing them where their money's going Mm. you know what i mean like okay we're gonna tax you but it's going to build new roads
1: for your town well yeah i haven't seen that yet so i don't know yeah i mean i hit about how many bumps in the road on the way here oh quite a few just like all of them
0: yeah
1: just the entire road yeah but i mean um they're really... Now that I think about it, they're no, really... No, I'm pissed. Let's talk oh. about this. Okay. Can we do something with these roads? It's ridiculous. Build up the roads. Please. Yeah. If any officials are listening <laughs> to Bournemouth We know twirl. you
0: are. My God. I know the governor's a huge fan of the show.
1: I don't know if this is like an old man problem or what, but it's just been annoying the shit out of me lately. Next thing you know, you're going to be screaming for people to get off your lawn. Yeah, I mean, please. I'm trying to be out there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> But
0: uh, yeah, there really isn't a uh, a way, to there. there's not that transparency right now. You know what I mean? I don't know what my taxes are. Oh, of where to. the money's going? Yeah, a breakdown of each cent of my taxes that I pay, I don't know what they go into.
1: Well, I mean, I think it's just, just a thing now, where it's like, we know they're going to take it, like, yeah. oh well, it's, we're just blind and numb to it at this what, point.
0: What you're saying is that representation is bend over and like it.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Okay. America. Roll with it or get rolled over. (laughs) Which uh, Corey had some pretty funny points about America, I think, in this little segment. What, boring, all boring old man named George? (laughs) No, (laughs) no, I don't think that's about America Uh necessarily. Um, You know, he was saying how we're like the. (laughs) <laughs> the land that's like does all the things by themselves yeah. or whatever and we don't need british goods yeah. we'll get everything from china
0: <laughs> he said he said japan oh uh, well, yeah. whatever yeah I, I don't think you can actually make that comment about china back then no because we were
1: getting a crap ton of stuff from china we were we were and we still are <laughs> but uh isn't that maybe ending is it Isn't that, isn't that a thing right now is it i haven't been keeping up some kind of tariff with them or something about damn time so i don't know trump there's things happening
0: i mean that to me that would seem like the number one thing to do really you know to nip this whole exporting jobs Mm -hmm. you know marking down the cost of labor because you have people working for you know pennies in other countries and just shipping it over you just tax the shit out of them and then that encourages them to keep it in america if they're not making a profit and in fact actually losing money by having it manufactured,
1: and this has been World is Bore. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing, but is it the right person to put it in place?
0: I mean, it should have been put in place years ago when like, they started uh, exporting this stuff back when, if I'm listening to my crazy old grandpa closely enough, <laughs> when Bill Clinton signed this shit in.
1: Uh huh. So. Um, I, I just, uh, I mean, he just scares me in general. I don't want to get too political here. But, I don't know, just, just scared he's going to piss off the wrong people. <laughs> he might. <laughs> Anywho, where are we at here? Uh, no
0: it. taxation without representation. We're America. We don't need nobody's help. We'll just get stuff from Japan.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So, Cory is like, history's boring. Every old man in history is named George. <laughs> boring. <laughs> and, of course, George Feeney. Looks a little taken aback. Yeah, Corey's like, "Oh, I'm in every yeah. dead, <laughs> boring old guy."
0: And then uh, Corey's like, "You know," or uh, Feeney goes, "Well, what's your history, Mr. Matthews?" Or something like that. Yeah, he's like, "I'm 11 years old. I don't have a history.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the future." Yeah, of course, this sparks an idea oh, for the, Mr. The George. Bells Feeny. go off
0: in Feeney's head. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, then we'll have a uh, mock
1: 20-year high school reunion." pre-union man, oh. yeah minkus that's me being minkus yeah um so yeah we're gonna create create our create. own yeah <laughs> create <laughs> our own histories here yep yeah. make a history for yourself
0: yeah what you what are you gonna be when you grow up are you gonna have kids what are you gonna do
1: minkus uh thinks he's gonna have a wife in the future <laughs> topanga by the name of topanga lawrence and <laughs> sean's like what's gonna marry you and, of course, he's, like, all about Topanga. Coming on strong to Topanga here, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, he A uh, little, little too much. A little, little little, strange. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Well, maybe they were building him up to be that, uh, you know, antagonist
1: to Cory. Hmm. Perhaps so. So, then we see the boys and lunch, and they're talking about what their future is going to be and what kind of careers they're going to have. Yeah. Sean's a tire salesman. Sean's going to be a tire salesman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry, I believe his name was. Sounds right. He's going to be a teacher. Not just any teacher. Yeah, got a little con going on. He's going to be mini Mr. Feeney. Yeah, sixth grade social studies teacher. Uh, butt kissing is the uh, sincerest form of flattery, I believe he said. He said
0: imitation is the uh, sincerest I- Imitation. Fo- the floor, blah, blah, blah. God, I can't talk. <laughs> imitation is the sincerest form of butt kissing.
1: Corey's like, you guys are being boring. We can be anything we want to be. Of course. What do you think he's going to be? Oh, he's going to be center field for the Phillies. Exactly. Baseball, baby. He loves it. The other kids are like, are you kidding me? You got 31 errors in Little League last year. Which is, I assume, bad. (laughs) I don't know anything about baseball. No. I quit
0: playing, like, before sixth grade, so I
1: have no (laughs) idea. But error doesn't sound good, and that high of a number of them, definitely not good. No, I don't think that's a good
0: precursor for how well you're going to do in the, you know. MLB. You guys can't
1: see us. Uh, Kyle is Googling baseball errors, I'm pretty sure.
0: No, I'm actually looking up uh, what we had pulled up before for later on in this
1: show. Gotcha. He's going to talk about a certain baseball player. Yeah, which
0: I thought was amazing, but go on.
1: Uh, Yeah, then the boy is like, uh, Corey's like, we're going to be boring or whatever. Or are we going to be men and have some cool jobs? And then it turns into this, uh, like, home improvement thing with grunts and whatnot. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be men. Ooh, uh, <laughs> that's a great show too. That's good. Uh, I would have, I would have liked to make a show about that, but it's already out there somewhere. Hmm. So then we cut the Corey at home, and he's working hard on his assignment. He's making baseball cards and all kinds of shit. Yep, In uh, that uniform ready. Yeah, yeah. He thinks he, he's gonna like kill this assignment. I yeah, think. he's got it all planned out. He knows exactly
0: what he wants to do.
1: But does he have it all planned out?
0: Um. He's got the idea. He just doesn't have a backup. Sure. Which
1: we learn. Uh, Then we see Morgan. She comes in and she's uh, traded that wonderful gold necklace for a plastic necklace, which uh, Amy's pretty concerned about. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it was her necklace. (laughs) She let her
0: borrow it, yeah.
1: Yeah. And she's like, You got to get that thing back. Uh, Morgan's like, What well, we said, black, black, no trades back, which <laughs> I had never heard before. No, that must have been a new kid saying we were already too old at this point. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, Amy's calling Morgan's friend's mother to say, We got to do this trade back thing. Then the mom says the same thing to her, apparently, about <laughs> black, black, no trades no,
0: back. No trades back, or no take back, right?
1: Nah, it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's talk about this. Uh, Minkus is killing it in class the next day yeah, with he, his assignment. Uh, he bought Microsoft. He's got he's got all the paperwork ready. Yeah. I, I don't remember goes, all he had.
0: He goes public, becomes the biggest software manufacturing company mm-hmm. someone and so has ever seen. Feeney, who is a let me remind you again, a sixth grade social studies teacher. Well he teaches
1: all Classes, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we're okay. just, we're in history right now. Okay,
0: we always seem to be in history though. Yeah,
1: history, social. Um, ch- 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 what else has there been? Geography. Geography. Yeah. yeah, he's got them all. Yeah, but um, he has so much um,
0: like knowledge or pretends to be anyways of you know business acumen. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't use that word right, but. <laughs> He, uh, you know, he's like, well, you don't have your certified bill of sale or something, 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 blah, 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 all this Wall Street talk. And,
1: uh, <laughs> Minkus is like, here you go, nice little portfolio. Yeah, just just killing yeah. it. Also, Minkus just had his third kid, I believe, by the name of Rainbow Einstein Minkus. Minkus by way of Topanga. Yeah. Then we see Sean, and of course he... Uh, Tire salesman. Was a tire salesman. Got his uh, home little spare tire going on there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess he didn't stick to the plan of uh, being a man and having a fun job, like they discussed at lunch. Yeah, uh, and Corey's like, what are you doing, fat? He's like, my dad's fat, my uncle's fat, my grandpa's fat. I'm going to be fat. Come on, so core It's it's just uh, already determined that's going to happen. Although, if you've seen or Strong lately... Looking good. Slim and trim. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beautiful man. It's got a goatee, right? I hope so. That was the picture I saw when I Googled uh,
0: <laughs> Boy Meets World. Um, yes. Yep. And then we get to Topanga's. She's uh, the president. Yes.
1: The first female president. first female if president. I'm not, uh, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Right. And she tells Feeny <laughs> that she got it, and it was because the uh, position is no longer desirable because she got rid of nuclear weapons and something else. Mm-hmm they all wear togas now because yeah, of the uh, something about aggressiveness or competition regarding fashion or something like yeah. that. And she's also moved all men underground f- for strictly breeding purposes.
1: Well, I was about to say the most woke character on the uh, show yeah. until that part that gets a little gets a little gray.
0: I mean, we could dive into that <laughs> and talk if you want about like how the most rational side of the two sides is now like even more crazy mm-hmm. than the right was, but I mean it's been raining into the ground at this point, so
1: probably another show. Yeah. So Larry is there in his best uh <laughs> Mr. Feeney costume, somehow wearing the exact same suit Mr. Feeney's wearing that day. I'm not sure how he pulled that off. Yeah. But then again I we did learn that Mr. Feeney is predictable, so maybe he wears this certain suit. Yeah. On, on Tuesdays every- <laughs> he's always wearing that red sweater. <laughs> yeah. Uh see so yeah, he he thinks he's gonna kill this too. But quick quickly, uh Feeney just, uh, destroys him.
0: Yeah. He's like, every year I get a kid that does this.
1: Yeah, you, you're a suck-up. I mean, do you even know what these words mean? For example, tenure. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I can look it up. And then he calls him a poser, basically. Poser. Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> and he sends him away. And he runs away, crying. Right. Corey's like, you ready for me? Because I'm about to murder you with my... <laughs> Blow everyone's mind <laughs> yeah. with what I want to do. <laughs> of course, we see him in his little Phillies get-up, yeah. looking like a... Regular center fielder. Yeah, major leaguer, for sure. <laughs> He's got a box of choreos ready to go. <laughs>
0: that uh, was pretty creative.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't have came up with that. No. No, nobody. I mean, Stephen O's wouldn't even work, so.
0: I mean, baseball wasn't what I wanted to do when I was 11, but.
1: You want to get into that now? I we can get into it later. Okay. Yeah. After the show. Well, not after the show. <laughs> yeah, once the mics go off, we'll yeah. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Feeney's asking him, like, how'd you become this great center fielder, major league player. Corey has apparently quit the quit high school in the 11th grade. Yeah, to play professionally. Yeah, he has some wishy-washy uh, <laughs> backstory of investments. He has buildings yeah. and guys handling it for him. I have guys handling it. So basically, Corey is Trump.
0: Really? And doesn't he say stuff like that? Like, I've got guys working on that.
1: I I've got a guy. I, I tried not to pay too much attention. Oh. Then I'd just be terrified forever. Hmm. That's why I got out of conspiracy theories. Did you know Art Bell died? No. Yep. Did you? Yep. <laughs> when? I Where? Think it was How?
0: Last night. Tell me more. Yeah, he uh. He passed away. Why? Which, if you don't know who Art Bell is, he had a radio show, I guess, started like way back when, mm-hmm. coast to coast in the AM, going over conspiracies like UFOs, I guess chemtrails he covered, too, stuff like that. So,
1: hmm. yeah. Thanks for the tidbit. Yeah,
0: we diverged a little bit. Getting back on course. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, Feeney's just poking so many holes in Corey's future here. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do when your
0: baseball career runs out? Because athletes, you know, they're usually done by late 30s. Yeah, because
1: what are they going to do with the, uh, you know, millions upon millions that they made? I I don't understand the stories of how people fuck this up somehow.
0: Well, the frightening thing I found is that um, I don't think a lot of people... And I didn't um, count for inflation, mm-hmm. and that is the uh, prices increase by three percent, or it's something like the value of your dollar goes down three percent each year, mm. which is crazy. Yeah, so but still, yeah, you still got a lot of money, son.
1: Come on, if you're that baseball player from last episode that made uh, six point one or seven million in six years or whatever it was, he yeah. gonna end up broke. They find ways. Just gets to your head somehow, ruins you as a person. Sad. Well,
0: they've got, they've got that lifestyle creep, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess, but no. It's Come like on. A, I'm making more money, therefore I can upgrade everything. I can get a better place to live, a better car, better groceries, better TV, uh, a closet that doesn't make string sounds <laughs> when I'm podcasting.
1: Whatever that was, something, yeah.
0: something jumped in there. Somebody does not agree with my comment.
1: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Corey gets a incomplete for this assignment. He takes it Pretty badly. Um he's like yeah. you gave me or you took away my future and he's very defeated here.
0: Yeah, Feeney basically just took an intelligent shit on Cory's dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Next scene we see Corey in his bedroom and he's ripping down all his baseball posters and whatnot, yeah. which you know, feel bad for the kid. Yeah. He's defeated. Yeah. Eric's laying around, he's reading, he's thinking about saving up for a vintage Mustang. Mm-hmm. So then Corey starts giving him the feeny treatment on how You're going to afford insurance. He's gonna afford anything like that and Eric's like, Well my dad's gonna help me and blah blah blah. He's Well, like, oh, what if you can? And just bums everybody out yeah. in the room, basically. Yeah. Alan comes up telling them they're ready for dinner and Eric's like, No,
0: but anything get away from uh I don't know, what senor bummer over, I don't know what he calls. <laughs> <him. laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I wish you said that. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they have a little talk, Alan and Corey, and he's like, "I I got an incomplete on my future. My future's incomplete." And then Alan's like, the "Future's always incomplete because once once it's completed, it's usually yeah." People tend to uh, call it the past. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, again, Alan's the best. He's very wise. And he's like, "You can do anything you put your mind to," which which is a nice thing for a parent to say. I think. Uh, I never got it, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: I, think I, I think I got the courtesy one, you know. Sure.
1: Like, yeah, Yeah. sure, Sure. not. Sure. Go, go for it, kid. We'll see oh, you won't do
0: that? That's dumb. Don't yeah. do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm in the same boat there. But uh, Alan's like, I-, I once had a dream. I wanted to build bridges, which, you know, that's a new thing we learned about Alan. Yeah. But dreams change, and then he wanted to be a father, have a family, blah, blah, blah. And now he has a new dream of wanting to be a father of a Phillies center fielder. Oh, How cute. It's very nice. Yep. And then uh, we see Morgan's friend and her mother come over. Still not going to give that necklace yeah. back. She's a little posh. A little bit. Man. A little bit. The mother's like, I want you to know it's not the value of the necklace. It's just, I don't remember the yeah, kid's Yeah, my name. daughter's
0: attachment to the necklace.
1: The attachment, yeah. Maybe Stephanie. I'm not sure. Yeah. Then we see Morgan and she's like displaying all these goodies to trick this girl into trading back. We got got brownies. We got a My Little Pony. A a little crown. All kinds of things. So we ended up seeing that the girl traded her dress, a hat, (laughs) the (laughs) necklace, and even her mother's car for the brownies and the crown, which is crazy. Yeah. Hustler. Good trade. Yeah. She's really smart. I mean, those brownies did look pretty good.
0: They did, actually.
1: Yeah, they end up with the car, and then they're both asking for the keys, and then Amy hits her right back with the, it's not the value, it's Morgan's attachment to it. <laughs> it's pretty good. Put put the posh in their place. Exactly. Right quick. Then we see Eric on the phone, and he's, like, busted for cheating yeah, on his girlfriend. She had me up against the wall something. kissing me. I
0: was, I was an innocent bystander.
1: But then Corey takes the phone and he's like, I don't even know who that was. (laughs) I'm not sure how that conversation was even happening. Yeah. (laughs) He's such a player, you know. Yeah, Corey's freaking out and he's uh, calling all his friends to get over there because Jim Abbott is there. If you don't know who Jim Abbott is, he's a a baseball player. I guess he he was pretty big.
0: He played for the Yankees and his career spanned from like 89 to 99. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was a pitcher and... The crazy thing about him, though.
1: Is that a pretty long run? I don't know how. Ten, ten years, yeah.
0: And pitchers, I think that's one of those high burnout positions, right? Because the shoulder goes bad and stuff. And you don't have a and, ha- right hand. He didn't. Yeah, that was the uh, the craziest thing was that he's, I didn't notice it until he sat down and started talking to Corey, but his right hand. He was more without a right hand.
1: His right hand wasn't a right yeah. hand. It's was, missing. Wasn't anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. But he was, you know, a top tier pitcher. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "How did he pull this off?" And this is what I found. Of course, this is taken from a open-source information website. I'm not going to plug them because you know they're not paying me. But um,
1: what could it be? <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll go ahead and read it from you. Just know that these aren't my exact words, so this isn't technically plagiarism. But turns out, like when Abbott was preparing to pitch the ball, he would rest his mitt on his right forearm after he released the ball from his left hand. He would quickly slip his hand into the mitt, usually in time to field any ball so the two-handed pitcher would be able to field. Then he would secure the mitt between his right forearm and torso, slip his hand out of the mitt, remove the ball from the mitt, usually in time to throw out a runner at first or sometimes even start a double play. If you guys are baseball fans, you know what that is. I don't, <laughs> and that's probably why I never made it past, like, first-year Pee-Wee. But anyways, uh, usually in time to throw out the runner. Oh, I already read that part. At all levels, t- teams tried to exploit his field disadvantage which we mean he only had one hand, guys, by repeatedly bunting to him. However, this tactic was never effective.
1: Never. Think about that. This guy was the shit. This guy is basically, um, that's insane. Yeah. Just. I, I kind of want to see just a clip of him like yeah. pitching a game. Yeah,
0: because, I mean, that's just crazy, the
1: amount of practice that went into that. Because,
0: yes, you can have talent, but he was, you know, he's handicapped. Mm-hmm. You know, some people play baseball, they never reach that level with two hands. Yeah. And this guy was top tier talent.
1: Yeah, we see Jim Abbott come in with Allen. and of course, there's a huge pop for people that actually knew who he was. So yeah, I, I, I don't. I other have their notes it's here. a baseball player. Like,
0: Jim Abbott! Ah! I don't, I've never met him before, ever. You never met him I've never met him before. <laughs> heard about him, never met him, you know. <laughs> it was almost like he was in my living room.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. And the boys are just. In total stunned silence here and uh, totally freaking out because I guess they're big fans, even though they're from Philly, you know, like a Yankees player. Well,
0: I think they love
1: um, baseball. Just just great baseball yeah. players. Just the love Re- of the res- game. Respect, yeah. I suppose it would be. Yeah. Although, you know, Corey had his poster on the wall. That was him? Yeah.
0: Wow. He had two
1: hands in that poster. Did he? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it fell off sometime. who knows?
0: I don't know, because the guy's holding a... Because I noticed this, because it looked like that guy was playing with himself in the poster. Uh-huh. They had a bat in their right hand, and then their left hand was, like, over their crotch, like, as they had just let go of a swing. Hmm. I was like, is that
1: a baseball player playing with his dick? Hmm. Why is it in a family show? I don't know why you notice things like that. I, just, I don't know. It's just your eyes were drawn to it for <laughs> some reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not that there's anything wrong with it. No,
0: Dun-dum-dum-dum-dum. Oh, nobody's going to get that. Tell me about it. I was trying to play the bass line for
1: Seinfeld. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. Anywho, Jim Abbott's there to help Corey get over his uh, sadness of yeah. uh, having an incomplete future and Feeny just basically shitting on his dreams. Yeah. Alan somehow pulled this off by sending multiple letters begging him to come help him. 62 something telegrams uh, minimum because alan was like you only got 62 of them or 63 or whatever he said uh basically alan rules once again yeah
0: how do you have time to write over 62 telegrams in the span of like a 24 hour period
1: and they all got there yeah in that time
0: this yeah. just needs to be placed in the uh small lunch bag of mysteries
1: or mm-hmm. maybe a big lunch bag because I don't know if you've seen the show and seen how many things they can fit in That's those brown I'm bags. Saying.
0: I'm <laughs> saying the uh,
1: the uh, lunch bag of plot. Like wow, yeah. I mean, remember that fucking ham hog leg and that no, brown paper bag, no and there was, was also a piece bag. of cake and like all kinds of shit. Yeah, ridiculous. Check out uh, like episode one for that, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, Alan's the best. Uh, teacher pretty much told Jim Abbott all these same things. You know, a little pep talk for yeah. Corey over here.
0: Dream big over there, you know? And then he sends the same teacher pictures of him throwing
1: no-hitters. Yeah.
0: And then he refers him to the University of Michigan where he gets a good college education.
1: Yeah. So basically, yes, his teacher did tell him the t- these same things, but his father and his teacher told him, finish college, then do what you want, blah, blah, blah. And it worked out for him. It might not for Corey, but yeah, dream big or go home. You know what I'm saying? At least um, they were pitching higher education, though. It's like a good fail-safe. Yeah. Something to fall back on. Yeah. I think that was Feeney's main point, too, obviously. Then all the kids in the neighborhood and school show up, and they're ready for autographs from yeah. the great gym. And of course, Mikus brings the wrong ball because, like me, he doesn't know anything about sports.
0: Right. You're both super intelligent and know everything about history and geography. And <laughs> know that the two cities of Munez are owned by France or whatever they're called in Africa. Yeah. Yeah, that's a callback from uh, Killer B, mm-hmm. just so you know.
1: Great. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm just like Minkus, basically. Uh, <laughs> then later on, we see Corey, and he's like tossing around the ball, and he's got his confidence back. After this great talk with Jim Abbott. And it lands in Mr. Feeney's yard, of course, and then Corey keeps name-dropping Jim Abbott. and How he came up with a new plan to finish school, go to college, play in college, and then end up being a major. Right. Feeney's very proud and gives him all of his balls back that he lost in his yard. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of balls in there. And his balls
1: back... Metaphorically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you go for it, kid. You know what I'm saying?
0: Those balls he got back are going to... Pump all that testosterone back into his dream
1: muscles, and he's going to go far. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. (laughs) What? Uh, I don't know. But yeah, Corey's back to dreaming, basically. Yeah. Later on, we see, um, you know, we finally come full circle back to this camera thing with the alan and amy on the tv are watching tv and then alan's kind of questioning himself after all this has happened and if she's bothered that she married a failure because he never built bridges like he wanted to and blah 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 of course we get the wife treatment of oh you're yeah. a great dad blah, yeah, blah, you yeah. have a job where people respect you how could you not how could you be a failure blah 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 and then it basically turns into kinky time over here and they try anyway yeah then Corey ruins it and pops up with the camera. He's like, uh, let's see some action, <laughs> I that was a little little strange, but
0: Yeah, well I think it's um we look at it that way. Mm-hmm. But we know what he's meaning. Like car chases, sure. gunfights.
1: Sure. Yeah. Or they're just a strange family.
0: They probably are an open family. <laughs> what what's the matter with you? Why
1: do you keep I don't insinuating know insinuating things? Ah, uh, why do you? Make me <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you want to see some action? Alan says, how about a chase scene? And he chases them up the stairs, camera, blah, blah, blah. And that's the end of the episode, and let's get to your little notes,
0: shall okay. we? Well, we cover no taxation without representation. Um, and they're assigned this, you know, 20-year high school reunion. What have you done for your life, pretty much? Yep. Did you ever have an assignment like that? Or you ever have to write down, like, what you want to be when you grow up? Or
1: uh, I think... Probably a writing, I would say. Who knows what the hell I wrote, because as we all know, like Minkus... Wait, no, I'm not like Minkus at all. Here's where the truth comes out. I didn't try very hard in class, or probably just made some shit up one day yeah. of whatever. Let's get this over with. Or probably didn't even write the paper at all, to be honest. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you have an assignment like that, or a I fake think, reunion? I think I did, actually, and like,
0: I didn't have a fake reunion. No, they didn't do that, Um, but... Yeah, we didn't have a lot yeah. of uh
1: activities like yeah. that in cl- they class. Were,
0: <laughs> they were wanting us to write down what we wanted to be remembered for When mm. I wrote one dimensional bullshit or something. No thought to it. and
1: yeah. are a lot of Yeah. Good. I'm glad. But yeah. So.
0: What did you want to do when you were eleven years old though? You had to have like a job Holy in mind.
1: Shit. Uh eleven years old. Yeah. Uh I probably wanted to be a uh probably a teenage mutant ninja turtle. Okay. Yeah, that's what I wanted to be, or a Power Ranger, maybe. I'm pretty
0: sure I wanted to be Batman until my nuts dropped, so we're good. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, Very good. Um, Did you have a a real job ever in mind? Like, when did one come to you? um, Probably when I was 16 or 17. I got an inkling
0: that I wanted to be an attorney. An attorney? Yeah.
1: Uh, Is that Dream Dead, or what's going on? um,
0: Well, like, I had full intention of, you know doing that when i was 18 but i didn't want to uh i've always had a problem with putting up with bullshit Mm -hmm. as far as like jumping through hoops playing games to get somewhere and i was like you mean to tell me i have to do a bachelor's degree before i can go to school for the thing i actually want to do and um you know and it's just i was lazy and didn't want to do that but like you know just quit going to college when i was like 18 didn't care at all and i decided to go back a couple years later and i was like you know i'm finally gonna do this i'm gonna do the attorney thing like i wanted to and I go to my dad about it, because, you know, it's your dad.
1: And well, it's not my dad, truly. Yeah, well, it's it's my dad. <laughs> you know? and, uh,
0: and he was just like, you know, that is the stupidest thing you could ever do. Wow. Yeah. He he wasn't uh, an Allen for you. No. He grabbed that dream by the throat and crushed it. Hmm. And, um, which I understood where he came from, because when I graduated high school, it was 2008. And in 2008, the recession hit, mm-hmm. right? So, and one of the jobs that took a really big hit was lawyers working for like 30 grand a year as paralegals where they're overqualified and stuff. And he was just like, yeah, you know how many lawyers are out there jobless? And it was like no thought of like, well, maybe I'm not going to stay in the state of Kentucky. Maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm not in it for the money. Maybe I wanted to work for the government and, you know, prosecute criminals or like defend people, you know, for like the money wasn't important,
1: but did you say these things to your dad? Oh hell no. Okay. <laughs> oh, just, you know, you're right, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> just
0: like holy shit. Well, how am I going back to college then if I'm not going to do that? And, but yeah, that was that was the dream. Very nice.
1: Uh, do you uh, do you, do you miss it? Do you?
0: I sometimes I sometimes get that urge just because yeah. like I I like catching people um, when they're full of shit and taking up for people when they don't take up for themselves.
1: Well, hey, if I ever get in trouble, uh, have you uh, represent me? Okay
0: i had fun doing a mock trial in high school though
1: and i won the case well there you go man. Yeah. obviously you're cut out for it
0: obviously <laughs> i'm sleazy enough that's for sure
1: well you're a grunty dickhole, yeah. after all greasy little slime ball that i am
0: <laughs> i'm basically saw goodman in his 20s
1: i could see that could you yeah you i mean the hair's down right yeah <laughs> you look like bob odenkirk yes. definitely <laughs> so what about you What about me, sir? Did you ever have,
0: like, any job? Like, you know what? That'd be cool to do.
1: Um, probably just, like, not very, eh, I don't know. I think the only thing that ever really interests me, because I'm not into jobs or working at all, really, you know me, I'm a lazy bastard, but only things that I'm interested in, like, a music or something, like, if I could do a recording thing or... Yeah, you know, something like that that would be cool. Yeah.
0: More so just something you enjoy doing. Yeah. That wouldn't be viewed as any work.
1: Yeah. yeah. But then I'll probably get into it and then be like, well, I got to go in there at like yeah. fucking 9 and then
0: I'm obligated to do this. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: that that's every job that yeah. I, I, I ever have. It's like, well, I I kind of like this. This is uh, okay. I don't hate this yet. Yeah. And then uh a few weeks go by and then it turns into I got to go there again? Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> this sucks. This is work. So I don't know if there is a real dream job out there. At least for me, man, I I, I haven't I haven't met one yet, so we'll see. I've always been kind of like
0: a um, dream job whore. Like it seemed like every 3 months I get a new like, you know, mm. wild hair up my ass and want to do something else and but the lawyer thing was the first one that was like, holy shit, I could see myself doing that.
1: And it comes back to you. So, yeah. so so maybe maybe it's a real thing. Maybe I should. Could be true love. Could be. We could change your life on this show.
0: I'm I'm thinking, like, <laughs> this is... We should probably change this to Kyle's Therapy Sessions or something.
1: <laughs> well, I think that's kind of... It's part that and part Boy Meets World. I think Boy Meets World is just a charade of uh, us finally talking about our real lives. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: That's good, because we didn't get that on our old show. Yeah, yeah, we did I mean, we had little inklings in there, like when I would go in for a, you know... Job application. Yeah. And that bitch
1: Jody. (laughs) Called this man a dummy. Can you believe that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You got anything else for us today? Uh, What did you learn
0: this episode, Stephen?
1: What did I learn? I mean, I guess the obvious lesson here is probably to dream big, have some dreams, but have some backup plans and uh, be careful with your dreams, I guess. Just...
0: uh, Shoot for the moon, and even if you don't make it, you'll land among the stars, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you should. Uh, I got that off the poster in school. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, hang in there. I got that one. Huh. See, you ever see that one? Hey, oh, with the puppy? I, uh, I've seen a cat, but... It was yeah. all even better. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you would like that. I do. It was wearing tiny little shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow. Well, yeah. You should see the pure joy in this man's <laughs> face right
0: now. Oh, man. If they knew like, my love for
1: animals <laughs> in well, tiny little human yeah, attire. Yeah. Yes. Like the,
0: that uh, that French bulldog that did the Sketchers commercials. I don't know if you guys ever saw it, but you need to get on YouTube and
1: look at it. <laughs> it has warmed my heart many times. <laughs> when he's feeling down, then he's not a lawyer. <laughs> he, he hits play on that. Perks them right up. I advocate that, boys and girls. (laughs) We got anything else? (sighs) No, that's it. All right. Thanks for listening again this week, and we'll be back next week with, I believe this episode is 10, and it is Santa's Little Little Helper. Helper. And, of course, we're at Twitter at... Raw. God, I got to get that show out of my head. you
0: feeling nostalgic over there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This show can be found at Boar Meets World iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Bore Meetsworld dot pinecast dot co be sure to send in your reviews, give us a rate, subscribe, and we'll be back again. Yeah. Have a good one. See you guys.